0: So, July 2nd, I had no idea, hon, that it was going to completely test everything that we've ever believed about God and Mm. how we relate to Him. And um, we've had a lot of challenges, even, you know, uh, after marriage and with kids and pregnancies and stuff like that. And I just never thought that. Um, I thought kind of those challenges and the earlier days were gone.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> and, but Phoenix, ultimately, we named him that because he was a miracle from the beginning. So, I mean, like, he wasn't even supposed to be a part of our plan. And the doctor true. said, you're not having kids.
0: Right. So I, you know, when I thought about back on that day, um, I realized, wow, what a challenge. What a challenge from the beginning. Um, that we were presented, um, but also the miracle of who Phoenix was from the very beginning. Um, Not being able to have children, you know, I had a bad bout of endometriosis growing up. I always had issues with reproductive system stuff and things like that and was told I was never going to have children. And then, all of a sudden, when we married uh we conceived on our wedding night and I got sick on our honeymoon, <laughs> and I thought I had Montezuma's revenge, you know a bad case of something and uh and soon and it just never lifted and i we realized when we got back from our honeymoon that uh, you know that was an early onset of of because we i think we were going for our honeymoon for a whole month, yeah, and um when we got back, I just, I just like
1: maybe you uh, got sick from our honeymoon. I don't know, food or water in Cabo. Yeah. Which, who decides to drive uh, all the way from where we were living at the time in Los Angeles, all the way to Cabo in a car? Uh, that's crazy. But anyway, so crazy people. Yeah. We were like, we weren't thinking that you were pregnant at all. And then when we got back into town, like, visit the doctor, um, how did Surprise. we find out that we were pregnant? Oh, we bought one of those tests. You yeah, because it
0: didn't make sense. I said, whatever this is, is not lifting. Right. And um, bought a test, and sure enough, and it was confirmed that. I uh, remember that. Yeah. And then uh, we, I know, remember, prayed about a name, mm-hmm. and we were all over the place, but s- there was one name that kept resonating yeah, from the beginning, and that was Phoenix. And Do you it's like, the why? Other
1: name? Somebody uh, said, You name him Rocket
0: or Jet yeah. or you know now i realize i should, probably should have just named him joe or bill because i didn't know his name was going to play out in his life uh, right. on 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 july 2nd but um so anyway uh, i was thinking about just how hard it was to even get him here birth um in the time when the doctor told us you know he looked at your early sonograms and something's going on with Phoenix's heart or something like that, that she didn't think was viable. Right. And she really urged us to get an abortion or to abort him early on uh, because we didn't want the, you know, the...
1: Well, you were like high risk.
0: I was high risk. You know, for whatever reason. I was older.
1: And it was like, well, you weren't supposed to have a child. Now you've got this child notice maybe, this is like Seems early on, maybe like, something. like wasn't like a few months, like, well, it's probably better if you just abort, you know, terminate the pregnancy because, you know, you're older, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But even then it was like almost now thinking up to July 2nd with his cardiac arrest and all of that. But back then it was the beginning of a faith fight where you have to decide who you're going to believe. Doctors are doing their best but at the end of the day, God has the final word.
0: So I remember that's when we prayed and we really sat down and was like, Lord, we don't believe that you know this pregnancy is going to end in loss, mm-hmm. end in death, mm-hmm. end in termination. Mm-hmm. And that was God preparing us for a fight we had you know, when we, he did right. have that event. And that's when we landed on Phoenix. We said, no, he is hope right. rising up out of the ashes. Right. He is... You we know, did not
1: name him after... Whatever great actors may have that name.
0: Everyone said, "Did you name him after River Phoenix?" <laughs> no. Who cares Phoenix, about River Arizona. Phoenix? No no no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it was also just, Lord, you saved me. You know, you saved me. One day, you came and saved me, and I found who the real Jesus was. And so that name also represented resurrection life to me and my mm-hmm. own life. And so uh, it was also rebellion. I have to admit,
1: and maybe I'm admitting this for the first time, but I felt like bad that we weren't, we didn't name him uh, John or Matthew,
0: right after a book in the Bible. I know. I remember feeling a little guilty about that. Paul or
1: Peter or something. I know. know. I mean, my dad, pastor, you know, kicked in. Yeah, being like, uh, I'm supposed to name him Isaac or Jacob. right. Phoenix.
0: Right. And some were like, "Well, that's really? mythological, and that's not, not really What are you? <laughs> I know. Some heathen. I know. <laughs> and so I think the rebellious and stubborn sides of us, honey, kicked in, mm-hmm. and so Phoenix it was. Mm-hmm. But then to satisfy that little, you know, religious voice on the inside, we did name his middle name was Timothy. We, we gave we gave in Timothy. <laughs> we gave a middle name to study him.
1: to prove yourself worthy. Which, by the way, isn't the good fight of faith mentioned in the book of S-
0: Timothy. We didn't realize that until in the hospital with Phoenix. And so the crazy thing is, it's also, you know, just as Phoenix grew up, you know, just being this beautiful, healthy, wonderful child that he was, he still always had this battle of these things. I remember he had RSV really bad and then mm-hmm. he bounced out from that and he went to the hospital and then he had this bad coughing thing that always would happen. And it would be so dramatic. He would like start throwing up cause he couldn't get his breath. And I just remember, wow, like what is going on? And also just that one night, I, f- I think it was when he was four, uh, praying for him in bed because he couldn't stop coughing, and I was so scared that he was just going to stop breathing, and um, and just laying hands on him and saying mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, like Lord, heal our son, and he did. He never had a bout of that again. Mm-hmm. Again, all God preparation for what was to come, I believe, to trust that we can trust God with our son. We trusted him with his birth. He was born, mm-hmm. uh, even though that was even a hard birth, um, that really hard birth, and we had him naturally. Um, and then going on to you know his RSV, God brought him out from that scary episode. I then remember having-
1: driving in the car... On the way to the hospital, because he was coughing so much, he was, he always had the post nasal drip, right? So he's coughing so much and he's choking and being like, I don't know, is he gonna like suffocate on his own, right? So as a parent, you're just, you don't know, he's our only son, we're new parents trying to figure this out. So it's all these opportunities as parents, as everybody who's a new parent can understand that you're not sure if you're doing it right. You know, if you're messing something up and you feel responsible for this this life and when things are not going the way it should, uh, that's scary.
0: Yeah, we were always wondering if we were doing anything right with Phoenix because right. there's always something uh, to contend with with his life. And then um, I remember at five years old, remember he his uh, best friend's dog died and he was tormented almost with where do we go when we die, and um, and I couldn't quite satisfy him. We would bring out the Bible, you know, talk about Jesus, talk about heaven, um, bring out those like early, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Bible studies for kids kind of things about eternity, and it just would not. It was not kicking in until I he was crying about it. Like where no, where do we go? I just can't understand. And I remember praying, God, please give me a story that will help, you know seal eternity in his heart, where he never has to be afraid of death, where we go, and he knows Jesus's role in the whole thing, and he's never going to be alone in life, and that Jesus is always with him. And uh, I remember the story just was given to me just one night. I just felt it flow, and it ended up being the story called The Cloud Prince, and it was about a prince who Came to Earth and um, was trying to tell people about this promise of this beautiful place that he had in in store for them um, when they went from life to life.
1: Remember, early on we called it before we uh, it was refined very cleverly to the Cloud Prince. We called it the Prince who lived in a castle on a cloud. Yes, it's like okay, Phoenix. So one day, you know, the fairy tale. It's like oh, okay, I'm into this.
0: And this story not only ended up. where he never feared death again after that but he also gave his heart to Jesus hmm. he wanted the prince he hook, line and sinker believed the promise that was in that story and he was like when am i when do i get to go there kind of thing
1: it's interesting how the prayers that that we've prayed for phoenix I, I always felt like from the earliest time that the of all the things i felt like the main prayer holy spirit be the loudest voice in his life you know and it's like i think if the holy spirit is living in us then no matter where phoenix would go um out of my reach right not with us where we could watch over him that the holy spirit would drown out all the other voices that would try to vie for his attention and i think that the Lord has been faithful in Phoenix's life to build and set up um, a relationship with Phoenix, and um, ultimately, that's that's the main thing. It is
0: true. I feel like that was preparation that we're talking about hmm. for that July second event happening that. I think you and I felt so out of control regarding his physical health mm-hmm. from his birth on, we had to give him to the Lord. Yeah. We couldn't control everything. We couldn't control fevers at times. We couldn't control coughing. We couldn't control choking. We couldn't control, you know, really any of that. And the only thing we asked would that God would make his spirit stronger than mm-hmm. his body because his body was sometimes so weak. Right. And you know what? God did. God has, and he did. And I believe his spirit is what kept him strong um, through that cardiac event that he had on July 2nd. To see the preparation of not only Phoenix's heart and his spirit um, for that moment, but our preparation. Right. Think about that, honey. If we didn't Go through those moments where we felt completely out of control, and mm-hmm. in the early like, will he be birth healthy? Right. We don't know because we that forgot early to doctor, mention
1: his jaundice.
0: Oh yeah, he was severely jaundiced. You want to do a blood which,
1: transfusion, right? Right out of the hospital, and
0: then the RSV in the hospital with 106 fever. I mean, you know, you name it. <laughs> I feel like we've gone through the gambit, and I feel like every single time. God was investing not only in us, but in Phoenix's strength in our spirit, man, that we didn't have before because we had to trust Him.
1: They all become opportunities to choose um, where we put our, our faith.
0: In doctors, in our own parenting, in our own ability to to cast a cold away um, with the right medicines and the right procedures and the right this and the right that, or do we just give them to the Lord when nothing else is is going to do and all else fails? I remember one cold was so bad, we gave him everything and nothing worked. And finally it was like, Lord, I don't have anything else to rely on. You have to intervene, and he did every single time. So that helped really, I think, to prepare us. And then when we got that, um, well, before I got that call, you know, I, I tell people that not only was he preparing us for us to trust him, but he also wanted me to, this is a very hard thing to describe and be able to articulate to people, but I had four different instances where the Lord Came to me in a prayer time and mm-hmm. said, "Would you give me your son?"
1: I don't. I don't like those times because you would tell me about that, and I, I wasn't very. Uh, you, you checked out. I was a like, bit. "Yeah, I'm gonna have to check on the weather because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not uh, sure about all that. I don't know about all that. I'm not but, giving uh, my
0: son to anybody. <laughs> I say I trust God, but I don't know about that part.
1: I'm not saying like trusting God is uh, easy. But what other option do we have? It's kind of like, uh, what's that part of the Bible? Who else has the words of life? Where are we going to go? You got a better idea? I mean, at the end of the day, it's like...
0: Where else are we going to go?
1: Yeah, and to you have, to, you have to almost like, like come to grips with, am, am I flesh, am I blood, or am I spirit? What is it? And if I'm flesh and blood, then I live my life where, where I have to be in control. Not just of me, but other people around me. Um, but if I'm spirit, and, I'm, and and God created me, then I have to start living a different way, and I have to start thinking differently. That God is in control, that there's a purpose while I'm in this vehicle. Um, God wants to be with me. And so we felt that. You know, We felt that. And, try, and really tried to instill that into Phoenix. Not like religion, like, hey, if we miss church, you're going to be a bad Christian. Um, it's more like you have to choose the person that you want to be, which we've had that, que- that, that conversation with him multiple times. You have to choose what kind of person that you want to be.
0: And we also knew um, it was just a vi- that he was special, mm-hmm. that he was born for God's glory. We knew yep. that I wasn't supposed to have kids, that it was, not, it was really not possible. God willed him here. Right. Um, after all those things that we went through with Phoenix as his health growing up, God continued, sustained his life for a reason. So we always knew that God willed him here. God had a plan for Phoenix. Phoenix was the Lord's. It was not ours. We were just stewards of Phoenix. Right. We are stewards of our children, but their children are not ours to own. They're ours to steward. And I think right. that came in really clearly, um, Maybe not the first time or second time, but definitely the third and fourth, where the Lord came to me. Now, why He didn't come to you? I, I don't know. I'm going to have to have a little conversation with Him about that part. Maybe
1: I was ignoring Him.
0: I think you, yeah, yeah, you're, you have a good way of doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's another that's another topic for another time, um, and we will handle that. But um, but He came to me saying, will you give me your son? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, just kind of like Peter. Of course I will, Lord. I'll give you anything, and go anywhere for you. No, will you give me your son? Mm-hmm. A little bit more, so a little bit more of a you know different tone there. Yes, Lord, I I give you my son. Thinking he's going to be call him into ministry. He's going to go to the Middle East or someplace hard, and I'm going to have to let him go in that way. Mm-hmm. And then the third time was. Do you trust me with your son? Mm. You can give your son to the Lord. I think you're doing, you know, you're that's a very pious act, but do you trust me with what I will do with him? And I had those moments four, three or four times. Um, and that the early the, the, the one was right before the event happened. Right. Um, where God, I find that interesting that Something was being purposed for Phoenix's life to be used in a a greater aspect, but it was going to be in such a way, and I always felt, in a way that I would not have planned to give God glory. Mm -hmm. I would not have chosen that way for my son to give God glory. Um, I thought he would be a missionary, be proud, get letters and pictures to everybody. Look how great my son is doing in the Middle East, you know, kind of thing. Um, I did not know that um, that that a situation such as being flatlined on death's door and coming back to life was going to be something that God would use uh, Phoenix for. But in that, I find it interest, interesting that God prepared my heart for that day. Uh, because he asked me for my son. Now I still haven't wrapped my head around it. Would he still have done it? I don't know. Would he still have allowed it if I said, No, you can't have him. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Well, I
1: think that ultimately there's there's like what God does in each individual and for like right, so what he's doing in you and the lessons that that he's teaching you, right, are gonna develop how they develop. And I know for me the lessons that I've learned seem like they came at least about faith. I learned so much more, I would say, three or four days into the ICU mm-hmm. than before that. And so it's kind of like maybe your time with the Lord in preparation and just in general, you spend a lot more time with the Lord than I do, um, at least more purposed and focused time, Um I'm always running around with my head cut off and sort of like, Lord, kind of here, uh, hop in the car with me. I got places to go, things to do. But, you know, when that big pause button was hit and I'm there in ICU and now I'm not running around anymore with work to do, I'm now focused on, oh my goodness, in crisis mode, right? Then the Lord begins to speak to me and about more about faith and more about things that I grew up knowing growing up in church, but not like, really hitting deep. Um, but I think God speaks to, to all of us in different times, in different ways, but I'm glad that He does speak to us, right? And He's not never leaving us alone.
0: Without that, we wouldn't have survived. Our hearts wouldn't have been able to survive. No. So that morning, uh, July 2nd, when the time had kind of come, so to speak, <laughs> where God was going to use something very tragic and awful, um, for something bigger and greater, um, for his plans and purposes. I remember that we had just gone, you know, just gone through a college tour. I, you know Phoenix was this 4.2, 4.3 GPA, 32 ACT kid, you know, college. He was he's senior at St. Paul's. And we were like, well, let's look at colleges because we know that you're up for all these scholarships or, uh, you know, you have the grades and you have the numbers and you've got the character and you've got all the things, Phoenix, that any college would be proud to have you um, as part of their family. So we went on a college tour and we, we visited all these amazing colleges and Remember, he wanted to come home early because, you know, he, you weren't on the trip with us. It was a bunch of girls, you know, me and his sister and grandmother. And he was a little over all the estrogen. And so uh, so we came home, and he just wanted to do guy stuff after that, you know, week of being with all women. And you were going to the shop, as you always did, to finish a job at your wood shop and Phoenix was restoring his Porsche 944 from the ground up, and he had it stored at your shop. And he just was like, Mom, I just want to work on my car today. I just want to get my hands greasy. And there was a heat advisory. You know, it was hot that day, and and we just got back from a long trip because we had, you know, driven most of the way. And I was always concerned, as you know, about Phoenix's health because of how he was. I was always a helicopter mom. Because of, well, the Lord visiting me and asking me to give... So I always had this feeling of, when is the day going to happen? Like when, you know, always trying to, you know, navigate his health and his day where it's not like, you know, there's no risks involved. And so I remember that morning, because it was a little bit hotter than normal, Um, I said, you know what, I don't want you going because it's hot and we just got off of a trip and you just need to kind of rest today. And I remember Phoenix saying something that struck me in my heart through to my spirit. He said, Mom, you need to let me go. And I did. I heard a still, small voice say, "Can't you do. So I did. I had to trust God with my son. I couldn't helicopter anymore. And although mama always knows best, I didn't want him to be in that shop at that time, but I also knew his times are actually not in my hands, they're in God's.